This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, September 29th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Newsom signs N95 bill. USDA sets new initiatives. Debt relief by the numbers. Newsom approves farm workers for N95 stockpile. Governor Newsom has signed AB 73, a measure adding farm workers to the list of essential workers who can access N95 masks from a new state PPE stockpile. The measure seeks to ease supply bottlenecks when the air quality reaches a hazardous threshold from wildfire smoke. The bill's author, Assembly Ag Chair Robert Rivas of Hollister, said the signature comes in time for yet another catastrophic wildfire season. Farm workers continue to work the smoky fields to feed the nation and sustain a multi-billion dollar industry, said Rivas. Farm groups and the California Latino Legislative Caucus supported the measure. On that note, Newsom signed 31 affordable housing bills yesterday, adding to a $22 billion housing affordability and homelessness budget package. Among the bills are provisions to help expand farm worker housing. The governor plans to sign a raft of bills today on homelessness. Pandemic paid sick leave expires tomorrow. Supplemental paid sick leave for COVID-19 runs out tomorrow in California. Since January, the state has required employers with 26 or more workers to provide up to 80 more hours of paid sick leave for COVID-19 issues. These include illness or exposure, caring for family members, testing positive, or recovering from side effects. The California Labor Commission's office has taken a hard line on these rules, that according to Western Growers, the office fined three grocery stores $448,000 in July for violating the paid sick leave laws. The workplace regulator investigated L Super stores after receiving employee complaints and a labor union referral. The stores failed to inform workers of their rights, kept workers on duty after they exhibited symptoms, and denied requests to quarantine. USDA announcing funding for climate and other priorities. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack today will announce some new spending on climate policy and to deal with market disruptions and animal disease prevention. Vilsack is making a speech on climate issues at Colorado State University today. USDA has more than $7 billion left in its Commodity Credit Corporation account to spend before the new fiscal year starts on Friday. So there is plenty of money available for what's being announced today, a knowledgeable source tells AgriPulse. Debt relief tab could soar. USDA debt relief provisions that congressional Democrats are trying to finalize could cost as much as $11 billion. That according to a cost estimate obtained by AgriPulse. That cost would be partially offset by $5 billion in savings from rescinding a debt relief program enacted in March for minority farmers. That according to the score from the Congressional Budget Office. Under a draft measure we reported earlier this week, producers classified as economically distressed could qualify for payments equal to their entire debt on USDA loans. Loan payoffs for other producers would be capped at $200,000. 
The bill also would provide a billion dollars to USDA to adjust loans. By the way, that cost estimate for the previous program, which has been blocked by the courts over constitutionality challenges, has grown from $4 billion when it was enacted in March. The debt relief is intended to be included in Democrats' budget reconciliation bill. Now, for more on the implications of the draft conservation provisions, you can read our weekly AgriPulse newsletter today. Fish and Wildlife Service evaluating status of bumblebee. The American bumblebee may be headed for the endangered species list. Fish and Wildlife Service has issued a positive finding on a petition to designate the insect as endangered. The petitioners, including the Center for Biological Diversity and Bombas Pollinators Association of Law Students of Albany Law School, presented information suggesting the bee is threatened by habitat destruction from agriculture intensification, livestock grazing and pesticide use, loss of genetic diversity, climate change, and competition from non-native honeybees. Now, the bee's range includes 35 states. EPA doles out $6 million to study biosolids. The Environmental Protection Agency has awarded about $6 million to four institutions, including Michigan State and Johns Hopkins Universities, to study potential risks of biosolids, also known as sewage sludge. When biosolids are applied to land, they add nutrients, improve soil structure, and enhance moisture retention, EPA said. But they also contain a variety of pollutants, including PFAS, a group of toxic and highly persistent chemicals that have been found in well water around the country. The $1.5 million grant to Michigan State is designed using lab and field experiments to fill the knowledge gaps on the occurrence, fate, transport, and plant uptake of pharmaceuticals and personal care products and perpolyfluoroalkyl substances, PFAS, at the nexus of biosolids, soil, water, and crops, EPA said. Major boost seen coming from Ukraine walnut exports. Ukrainian farmers will have a bumper walnut harvest this year, and the country is expected to export a lot more in the 21-22 marketing year after a decline in the 2021. That according to a new analysis from the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. FAS is now predicting that Ukraine will export about 108,000 metric tons of walnuts in 21-22. That's up a whopping 45% from the previous year when shipments suffered due to a fall in global demand resulting from COVID-19. Most of Ukraine's walnut exports are sold to buyers in the European Union, a major market for U.S. producers as well. Here's today's She Said It. We're robbing Peter to pay Paul and trying to figure out how to pay for these increases year after year after year. That Cassie Shahan, Executive Director of the North Kings Groundwater Sustainability Agency, in testifying to the State Water Board on fee increases. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, September 29th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.